0: Turn to M3 and Karen B. for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common employee benefits compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance-related implementation, guidance, or strategy.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. and the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, Do you know the ACA or Affordable Care Act shared responsibility affordability percentage for 2023? Well, 2023 might seem far off at this point, but many employers will be preparing for the 2023 plan year in the upcoming months. And with that, any employer subject to the ACA shared responsibility requirements, and of course, that is an employer who has, generally speaking, 50 or more employees should be taking a look at their premium splits to make sure affordability requirements are met. On August 1st of 2022, the Internal Revenue Service, or IRS, issued Revenue Procedure 2022-34. And in that document, the IRS revealed the affordability percentage for 2023. In 2022, that affordability percentage was 9.61%. And in this revenue procedure issued on August 1st, they decreased that affordability percentage to 9.12% for 2023. Please take note that this is the largest decrease in that affordability percentage since the inception of employer shared responsibility requirements. It may require you, to reduce the required employee contributions for 30 hour or more employees to meet that affordability calculation in 2023. Now, as a reminder, the Affordable Care Act shared responsibility requires employers to offer health coverage to all full-time employees to avoid penalties. And there are two penalties involved, the offer penalty or penalty A or the sledgehammer penalty where you need to make sure you offer coverage to at least 95% of your 30 or more hour employees. And then a second one that we refer to as the affordability penalty, actually it's affordability and value. And so you have to ensure that you're offering affordable and valuable coverage to your full-time employees. And of course this 9.12% for 2023 comes into play with the affordability calculation. Now, as a reminder, the affordable requirement applies to your lowest cost single coverage option that you offer. And remember that we have three safe harbors to determine affordability, the W-2 safe harbor, the rate of pay safe harbor, and the federal poverty level safe harbor. We typically recommend that you look at the federal poverty level safe harbor first, because that is the easiest one to apply. If you meet that for all your full-time 30-plus hour employees, then you don't have to look at each individual's rate of pay or what they're making. You're just simply calculating it on the federal poverty level. So for 2023, when we take the 9.12%, the 2023 calculation actually is not too far off from the 2022 calculation. And that is because the federal poverty level has increased. So for 2023, the federal poverty level is $13,590. And if you multiply that by the 9.12%, you get a number which is $12,39 and you divide by 12. Of course, we're looking at monthly premium contribution to mean affordability. It comes out to $103.28 per month, $103.28 per month. So if your required contribution for the lowest cost single coverage from your employee is 103.28 or less in 2023, you have met affordability based on that federal poverty level, and that's going to affect how you code on your 1095Cs, but that is where you're going to want to start. If your lowest cost single premium contribution is more than 103.28, then you're going to look at the other two methods for affordability. And we suggest that you look at rate of pay, probably the easiest to calculate. The W-2 is a little bit more difficult because they're having to make offers based on the current year W-2, which somebody generally doesn't receive until January of the following year. So rate of pay allows you take a look at whether someone is hourly or salaried. And if they're hourly, you take their Hourly rate times 130 and then times the percentage, or for salaried employees, you're looking at their monthly salary. Just a quick calculation that I did based on rate of pay for an hourly paid employee who works $15 an hour. In 2022, using the 9.61%, your threshold was $187.39. Now, with this greatly reduced percentage, down to 9.12, that threshold has decreased by about $10 at $177.84. So please, when you're looking at 2023 and you're setting your employee contributions, make sure that you're using the 9.12% because it probably will change a bit for you. The thresholds are going to be lower when you're using rate of pay. So you're going to want to make sure that you meet those or at least understand it and make a business decision if you choose not to meet those calculations. So just remember, as you're moving into 2023, it goes from 9.61% to 9.12%. It is a substantial decrease from 2022 and will affect offers of coverage for your plan year that begins on or after January 1st of 2023. And of course, while you're evaluating this affordability, you should always determine your acceptable level of risk when you're considering applying these safe harbors. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks
0: for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.